Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast you just can't miss. I'm Suzanne Harris, and you are about to get a sneak peek at what goes on behind the scenes with an author. You'll find out their secret recipe for creating their book. They'll tell you where they get their ideas, and you get the inside scoop on their next project. If you want to know more, we'll tell you where to find them on social media. Are you ready? Okay, let's meet today's author. Joining me is Eunice Anita, and she's here to talk about her book, Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness, God Working Through the Highly Educated. I want to cue you to a wonderful bio video of Eunice Anita on Amazon. If you go to the her book site, and I'll tell you where to find it on Amazon, at the very, very bottom, there is a, a video. Click on it, and you not only get to see her, but you get to hear her talk about her book. And it's, it's really very well done, and I would encourage you to go listen and watch her video. Besides her latest book, Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness, she also, in 2019, published a series of booklets that she called My Purpose Series through her own publishing company, Highly Favored Publishing, The Netherlands. The three booklets in the series were titled, What Kind of Leader Am I? Can I Achieve More in Life? And Who Am I? Furthermore, she's helped other authors and by editing and publishing their books. And it's such a pleasure to have you with me here today. Thank you so much, Eunice, for joining me on Books on Air. Susan, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's uh, wonderful having this opportunity to share with your listeners about my book and uh, to see them also grow and uh, learn more from my own experiences. You know, it, it occurs to me that most authors have some kind of backstory. They start writing for a reason. Either when they were a child, there there was almost a calling, and they begin to write as a child, or there was a parent or um, maybe a teacher who recognized talent in that child, and they begin to encourage them to write. Another reason that people begin to write is exactly what you just said. There's a seminal event that occurs in their life, and they feel an obligation or, again, some kind of calling to share that event in a book. Can you tell me the story behind your beginning to write? Sure, I can share that. And it's a remarkable story, I have to say. Whenever I think about it, I wonder myself. Why? Because I always consider myself as a reader. I always love to read books. What happened is that in, in late 2014, it was October, I got a prophecy that I would be writing a book. I thought at that time it would be something financial because that is my professional background. And till the day came that I got an open vision at a time I didn't know about that. I wasn't that much into knowing God so far. And I got an open vision three days in a row. And the open vision went like this. 
I was driving a car, my car, coming from work, uh, riding to home. And while I was driving, I realized I was reading a book at the same time. So the first day I was kind of shocked. And the second shock was what I was reading about because I was reading my own story. And my first impression was like, Lord, I have no intention of writing my own experiences. That is something personal. That came the second day, the same event, reading the same story. And day three, I was like, okay, Lord, I get the message. You told me to write. I got the prophecy I would be writing. I understand now you want me to write about my own story, my experiences with you. So I will do it. I don't know if it will be something that people will like to read, but I will follow your command and I will see what will be the outcome. So that was the, the start of getting to write for me. So you had never really written anything prior to 2019. Is that right? No, prior to 2019, I wrote um, in the sense that this book, Stories to Tell, um, was initially published in 2015. And early 2015, I published it. And, um, but it was my first, first piece. I, before that, I didn't do anything in the sense of writing. I was truly a reader. And, yeah, at the event was the Lord moved me, so it was a kind of a calling, what you said, as, as part of your introduction in this part. People sense a calling to write, to share with others. It was a kind of a calling, and the Lord moved me to do so. And even the way I wrote was, in a sense, miraculous. Why? Because I got a prophecy in October, I started writing early November, and January, I was ready. But I was ready, but nervous, confused, and not really sure if what I had written did any did make any sense, or it, that it would be interesting for others to read. So what, I, what did I do at that time? I sent it to a friend, and I told her, I know you will be honest with me, Go to it and tell me the truth. Would this piece be something for others to read? Would it help others with something in a way? And she came back with the feedback. Excellent piece. There are some minor things to change um, grammatically, but if I look at the structure, if I look at the message, it's indeed something people would be would learn from. It would be valuable to others. So my conclusion in this whole journey, my journey of writing my first book, was a journey of the Holy Spirit was in control. Because on my own, I would have never, never be able to write a book, and certainly not in a short period of time like that. I think that that's a very powerful message that you just gave our listeners. Let's give them a brief overview of the story of the book. Let's tell them what it's about. Okay, what the story is about, as you share the title, Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness, God Working Through the Highly Educated, it's a focus indeed on I'm telling my stories 
through the lens of how I had to look up to God of what my impression was of Him and how that changed throughout time through a series of events and what those events did with me and my view on God. And it's a bit also through the lens of highly educated people because at times we have the tendency as being highly educated people to forget about the Creator, to forget about God. And it's not because uh, we never heard about Him, but I have met people and I've always had colleagues who would tell me, tell me that I was brought up in a family that believed. But as I grew up, I turned myself away from that. And you kind of remind me of what I had learned as a child. So it's a bit of a tendency that while we're growing up, especially when we are working on our intellectual capabilities, that we have a tendency to forget about God. And through this book, I think God is kind of wants to remind us, the intellectuals, that, hey, I'm here. I created you. I have given you talents, but do not forget about me, too. I think that's really an important message because I think you're right. I think I read some statistics the other day about the number of people who attend church, and they were surprising to me. Now, I'm in the United States, and you're in the Netherlands, and so we're a world apart. And yet, we can talk about religion, and we can talk about God the same way, because we have the same understanding. I think that this is such a powerful book, Eunice. I want to talk about the book cover, because I thought that was very interesting. It's a rider on a horse. Tell our listeners about the origins of that book cover. The book cover, the came, um, the way this book cover came into existence was also a bit extraordinary, because at first instance I wanted to put an eagle on the cover, because I have I have an, uh, a bond with eagle in the sense that I grew up in a street named that's named after eagles. So my first idea was, God, I want to put an eagle on the cover. And while I was praying, he told me, no, you're not going to put an eagle on it. You're going to call a nephew of you who can paint. So I was like, okay, I'm going to call him because I have no choice. God is telling me. I called him and I told him, God told me to call you. I need a cover for my book. I don't know what it has to be. But surely it does. It sh- shall not be what I wanted it to be. So let him direct you what it has to be. And he came with me, to me, back with a painting about uh, horses and the riders. And he told me, this reflects the what is written in the book of Revelation about the four horses with the riders on them. And... Then from that part, then I realized, okay, the Lord is showing me then it has something to do with that part of Scripture. And then I realized that the highly educated is like a man on a horse who has to make a decision. He is reaching to a crossroad, and he has to make a choice. And what happens is behind him, the four horses with the riders on them are coming. So 
the highly educated has to make a decision. Shall I go right or shall I go left? But he cannot stay where he is because the four horses are coming. And that's how this cover came about, to convey that, that message, that um, what is written in the book of Revelation is coming ahead. You have to make a decision as the human being, as the person that you are. Shall I follow God or will I not follow him? But then in that case also, uh, do not take for granted the consequences for that choice. I thought I knew there was a story behind the cover. It's it's very it's it's dramatic, and I thought there has to be a reason that this is a rider on a horse for the cover of the book. I know that we have interested our listeners in the book, and I know that you have a favorite part that you would like to share with the listeners. Why don't we do that now, Eunice? I would love to share a portion of the book. It's from the part of the introduction with the listeners, and it goes like this. We were all taught during our studies that for everything in life, there is an explanation in the natural. Whether it is an issue in the field of natural sciences, engineering, technology, health, medical science, agriculture, or social science, it can all be analyzed or explained by the several theories that we had learned. Tendencies like immigration or migration, inflation, devaluation of currencies, El Nino and La Nina, and several other situations are analyzed by the natural. Do not get me wrong. There is nothing erroneous with all those analyses and explanations. The question is rather, where did all of the wisdom of all the developers of all the theories come from? Where did your own wisdom come from? Maybe inheritance of soft skills? If so, where did your parents or grandparents get their wisdom from? Have you considered all the knowledge and wisdom in your family as a blessing? Ever wondered what the purpose is of such a blessing within your family? A lot of questions, isn't it? These questions and the answer to those questions are to lead you into the topic of this book. I think that's so interesting, and I think it's so powerful, because you're challenging your reader and saying, think about this, read about this, I want to share my experiences with you. And the origins of the book in themselves, I think, are so absolutely fascinating. I know that we've piqued the interest of the the people who are listening to us, and I know that they're saying to themselves, okay, where can I find the book? Amazon is such a big provider of literature for so many people, and so I always go check Amazon to make sure that the book is there and how to find it. It is on Amazon, and I'll tell them the title of the book, and I'll spell your name so that they can put that in the search feature. If you've never used Amazon before, the only thing you have to do is put in www.amazon.com, and the site will come right up. At the top, there's a really big search feature. The title of Eunice's book is Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness. Colon. 
God Working Through the Highly Educated by Eunice, E-U-N-I-C-E, Anita, A-N-I-T-A. You could probably just put in Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness by Eunice Anita, and then click on that, and it will take you right to the book, and you will see the cover of the book, which is that wonderful illustration of the horse and rider on the front and on the back. And up in the upper right-hand corner, there are two words. It says, Look Inside. If you click on Look Inside, the book will open, and I'm doing air quotes around open because it electronically comes up. There's a really nice excerpt of the book. You'll be able to see the table of contents. You'll be able to see the title of the chapters. You'll be able to read parts of the book. You can also buy it on that same page. And remember, I mentioned the wonderful bio that was there on Amazon for Eunice. It's just down the page from the cover of the book. If you look down, you'll see a little block that has an arrow. Just click in that arrow and the the video plays and it's just, it's really wonderful. It's very, very, very well done. Now, I know, Eunice, that there, that you wanted to mention Uh, some other places that you could find the book if our listeners, for some reason, don't want to go to Amazon. Indeed. The book is also available at order retail points, especially at those that order from Ingram. So if you want to purchase through another channel, then you can approach also your favorite bookstore. If they do not have it on the shelf, you can inquire for it, and they will be able to order it for you. Now, let's talk about how they can find you on social media. You have a website, but I'm in the United States, you're in the Netherlands, and so the language is different. We need to qualify the website just a bit. Tell me how they can find you on on the web. Yes, I have a website indeed that starts with www.highlyfavorite.nl. So indeed, it's a Dutch website. And the English one is a work in progress right now, but it will be available soon. Wonderful. So people can look, up to, look, up, look into it and see all the other projects I'm working on. Now, you're also doing Facebook and Instagram. How can they find you on Facebook and Instagram? On Facebook, they can find me on Highly Favorite Publishing Netherlands. And it's the same name also on the Instagram. And on there, I do post some uh, promotional materials on the books and the other projects I work on and some quotes. So you can get me on those both sources of social media. Well, your excellent book is so thought-provoking and so inspirational. I really want to give you the opportunity to talk to our listeners about it at the end. If when they finish the book, when they have bought it, they've read it, they close the last page, whether physically or electronically, for the last time. Your story is there, but there's also a lot of other information. What do you want that reader to personally take away from your book? One of the first things I want the reader to grab is the fact that to be grateful for the opportunities received to become a highly educated 
And I think also that also something very important is that being someone that is highly educated, you can be used by God to help others, to inspire others. So do not assume that because you are highly educated, you are totally separated from other Christians or from other people in uh, the community. You can be also a vessel that God can use to help inspire and on so many levels to others. So that's one of the main messages I want to convey to others. And our walk in life, our experiences in life, can be very helpful for others. So the way I'm sharing my experience through this book, it can be also that God will ask one of the readers to do the same or to other means so they can be helpful to others too. Your message is powerful, inspirational, and so are you. It's just wonderful to talk with you. Thank you so very much for being our guest today on Books on Air. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm very grateful and honored that we received this opportunity. And I hope to the list for the listeners that those who read, that they will be inspired too. And thank you so much. Our pleasure. Remember, the name of Eunice Anita's book is Stories to Tell to Show His Greatness, God Working Through the Highly Educated by Eunice, E-U-N-I-C-E, Anita, A-N-I-T-A, and it's available on Amazon.com. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear our podcast on iTunes as well as iHeartRadio. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope you'll join our next Books on Air podcast. Remember... You never know who's going to be here. And I'd like to thank you so very much for listening.